Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Low and Is Chargers podcast. Welcome back to Believe in the Chargers podcast. I'm here with Chargers legend Lorenzo Neal. I'm Is Solo. Let me let me tell you about the over under. So we we both thought that the game was about to be the under, correct? Did we? I thought we were on the over. No, no, we, we went with the under. Oh my god! Guess gosh. what? We were wrong. The we game was were. yeah. It was over. It was over forty one and a half. The both teams combined for sixty nine points. So, Lo, tell me, tell me why you think it was such a high scoring game? I did not see it. I did not see that happening. I thought that you had a quarterback that was not going to be aggressive with the ball, especially a guy like Tom Brady. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't thrown for three hundred yards in a while. Not a, you know, he, of course that was a huge game, and you saw these two teams, and it was like friggin' watching. It was like watching friggin' the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, these guys, you know, going up and up and down the field um, early, though. When you look at the Chargers, you know, you look at your guy. You've been on this guy. You've told me that, you know, I know you're Oregon. I know you're I told you. Guy. I told you. I've been told you since the first episode. You I've been told you. You didn't told me. You did. You have been very high on Herbert, and he can throw the ball. This young man, I, I the Chargers, they got a jewel. I, I tell you, he's. That franchise is in good hands for the – I think, of course, the Charger fans want to win. And, of course, they want to make some things happen. And they're like, man, we want to get in the playoffs and we want to win Super Bowls. I get that. But Herbert's going to be a good quarterback. He's six what, six four, six five. Yeah. But his, but his ability to get out of trouble, it really shocked me how mobile he is. There's one play he made a move and he did boom. Then threw it down the field like 30 yards. The guy's got ice. He's got ice, you know, he's got ice running through his veins. He is friggin' a good quarterback. He's a good young quarterback. I like him a lot. I think the Chargers found something in, in this young man, and he's gonna be the face of their franchise for a good for a good long while because of the fact he's mobile inside the pocket. He can run. He's, he's not to the, he brings a lot to the table. No, I did not see Tampa Bay allowing Chargers to be able to you know, get 30 or 20 some points the way that they were able to go up and down the field. Didn't see that happening. But you also, you got to look at Tom Brady, the pick six too, that he was throwing. But uh, this was a high scoring, great game. I know I was on the under because I thought the Chargers was going to try to ball control. You know, but, uh, can't you look at Tampa Bay, their team that won a ball control too. So I did not see this being the fireworks that we got to see Sunday. Yeah, and that over-under brings us to the sponsorship of today's episode which is betonline.ag. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. And lo, we had the under last game. Hopefully in this week's preview episode for the Saints game, we'll be right. Chargers fans, we're going to get it right this time. Bet Online we has game. We yeah. Yeah, they have, yeah. They have game spreads and totals, team players. And coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head on out to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. 
Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Absolutely, Whoa. I've told a bunch. Of my, I've told a bunch of my friends about Bet Online AG. I told them about it. I'm like, look, guys, you guys want to win? So you guys want to go and see a cool website that you can friggin' bet on overs and unders and coaching props, receivers, how many yards they're gonna have, how many yards rushing they're gonna have. Bet Online AG is really, really cool. It's a cool betting site. Uh, man, I know that everyone wants to be at the game. I know you can't be at the game, but you still can be a part of it. Throw a little action down. So go on Bet Online and say, I'm not Izzy and Low sent you. So go on Bet Online AG and check it out. We're going to do better. We're going to do better tonight. To, 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 we're going to give out some picks. We're going to give out some love. We're going to help, help. We're going to help some guys out. We're going to make this stuff happen. We're going to make it right today. We're going to make it right. Yeah, and no one expected this game to be a shootout. Definitely not me and Low. So when I was watching the game and I was looking, I'm like, Justin Herbert's really in a shootout with Tom Brady, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Imagine how he felt during that game because he I, he kind of looked up to, he idolized Tom Brady looking up to him, being a kid from Eugene, watching Tom back in, back in New England, watching him get all those six rings, and now you're playing against one of the all-time greats, and you're in it with him. You're going toe-to-toe. Like that, that's why I love Herbert. I've been on him the whole entire time. Not only has he went toe-to-toe with Tom Brady, he went toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes. He made yes. Patrick Mahomes look confused out there. And Tom Brady in the first half, he they had them in the first half. And all I'm going to say is, Tom Brady, he came in that locker room. He said, we are not going to lose to this team <laughs> that only has one win. We're not going to lose to a rookie quarterback team, to a guy from Oregon who hasn't won yet. I'm not going to lose. You guys better pull your act together because we're going to win this game. And that's exactly what happened. The defense, they stepped up. Offensively, they got Mike Evans back because after the first quarter, he was kind of hurt and he was in on the action. So, you know, when Mike Evans is in, it's going to cause trouble for anyone on the defense. So, they, I, I got to give it to the Bucks guy, to my hat to them. They pulled it together at the right moment. Chargers, they fell apart again, just like how they did in the Chiefs game. Yeah, that was a, you know, but when you look at the Chargers and look how my dad always used to say, hey, a fast horse run fast, but he doesn't run long. I think the Chargers, they're able to get off to a really good start. They're able to jump on teams. You saw it, not, of course, not two weeks ago when they played against the Carolina Panthers. I was very disappointed in that performance. But Carolina Panthers have shown that, hey, that they can play with a lot of teams. You saw uh, uh, you saw Sunday what they did to Arizona, an up-and-coming team in Arizona Cardinals. So they are playing better than what people think that, the, uh, that they would, even though they don't have McCaffrey. Chargers, even when you saw them against Kansas City, and now you saw them play against a uh, Tampa Bay, they're they're able to score points. This offense is very very effective. I think that Anthony Lynn is doing a great job of getting this young rookie getting the ball out of his hands, letting him take shots. They're being a very very aggressive with him, and you know what? That was a big bounce back, and you like to see that. I know I did. That uh, you know you look against Carolina, he struggled at, at times, and you know some more rookie mistakes, but then. For him to jump back in week the set the, the, after that and play against Tampa Tampa Bay in week four and to see his ability to throw the ball is the downfield the intermediate pass the check making guys miss running the ball doing the things that he is able to do he commands he has an aura about him that those guys on the Chargers they know that he's the leader. They will follow him. They will follow this young guy. And I think I know it's it's tough. I know the Charger fans want to see more wins. Of course, we all do. But at the same sense, 
they are playing very, very – the quarterback play out of the rookie, though, you got to admit the guy is playing good. He's competing with the top quarterbacks, top-tier quarterbacks, Tom Brady, Mahomes, and he's going toe-to-toe with those guys. I think he was AFC rookie, AFC player of the week or one of those weeks for throwing over 300 yards again. So when you look at what he's able to do and the consistency he's starting to show, I'm telling you, it's off to a good start. And I know Tom Brady was saying, I'm not going to let this rookie outdo me, but <laughs> I tell you, Herbert's coming. And I, I think Charger fans, I know they got, they got to be excited about that. Yeah, and Herbert, he was only 10 yards away from throwing back-to-back-to-back 300-plus passing yard games, and which would have been the first ever by a rookie. But Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals, he got to it first. He, he threw for over 300 yards this past Sunday, so he got that title, even though Herbert should have gotten that. I know, Lo, that last pick, it, it was really hard to see for Chargers fans, Herbert, throw that pick on the first play of the last possession, so... Uh, what tell, tell me what thoughts went in your head when you saw Herbert th- throw that pick to end the game. Yeah, it, it, it was tough. I mean, here's a guy that's just trying to make a play, you know, and, and teams are going to try to disguise certain things, and they're going to come at a rookie quarterback and throw different coverages and different, you know, things at him. But the thing about it, though, is Chargers fans, and I think coaching staff, has to be happy that he's aggressive. He will take chances. And I've told you, that that just that you know I've told you, old Joe Burrows, he's a hell of a quarterback. That is a guy that I've been I've been on. I know you. I think you know if you ask me, who if you ask me, that's still one guy that I do like over your boy. I know I know Charger fans don't like to hear that, but Joe Burrows, these two quarterbacks, they probably should have went one and two. When the dust settles, I think that these are the best two rookie quarterbacks in the league. What I are, think they're going to separate. What are, you don't believe in Tua when he comes back? saying that I don't believe in him but I just think that these two guys when when it's when the dust settles hmm. and at the end of, at the end of their careers I really believe these two guys will have a better career than Tua I haven't seen Tua yet so I know it's it's kind of premature but what I've seen out of these two guys I'm telling you is they have it they have a bravado about themselves they come in and they you know demand respect in the huddle they they get guys in the right spot they're not afraid to take chances they're not afraid to take shots and they get hit and they get back up. They don't look rattled. When you look at Herbert, you look at him when he's up there. Justin's out there playing. He doesn't get rattled. He might throw interception, but then he'll come right back and try to light it up. He'll still be aggressive. I like him. You look at what he's doing and look at the way he's performing on a very, very high level. And they're playing against some pretty good competition. like him a lot. I like what he's showing. Uh, you know, you went head to head with Tampa Bay, which I think is top three teams in the NFC. I really believe that the what? Tampa Bay at the end of the day. What? Uh, you don't believe it yet. You're not what? sold on them, huh? What? I know you're not sold on them. I know what? you're not sold on them. I know. I know you're not sold on them. I, I, I think when, at the end of the year. They're not even the at, best at team the in their division. At the end of the year, when the dust oh. clears, you will see. You will see. Who is the best team in the division? The Saints. Don't say it. The Saints. Don't say the Saints. The Saints. Don't say the, the Saints. <laughs> no. All right. Well, look, no. I want to talk I, to you about. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's not want... go there. Let's get into the charger. Yeah, yeah. So talk to me about this Eckler injury. I know if you had some hamstring injuries in your career, Eckler, he's had a hyperextended left knee and injured hamstring he's projected to be 
out four to six weeks. Give me your thoughts on his injury. Yeah, this is not good news for this is not good news for the Chargers. I, I really believe is that this is longer than a four to six week injury. I think any times when you're talking about the hamstring and the knee, especially for a running back who depends heavily on his ability and heavy on his on his ability to to run and jump and cut and do those things. I think this injury is really, really is going to hurt this team. And now you're going to have to find another way to get the running game to be as effective because yes, you had a two headed game. I think losing, losing equity for six weeks plus, um, I, I don't know. I think that's going to be tough to bounce back from. And if you're, if you're the chargers, is it worth it? Do you, do you risk a guy who you just paid? You let Melvin Gordon go, you know, you let Melvin Gordon go to, you know, to, to the Denver Broncos. You can't afford to have this young man, go out there and injure himself to try to make it back. It's not worth it. I think the Chargers organization and the training staff, I think this is a tough one, though, but this is a situation is that I don't believe that this organization is going to to rush this guy back to play because he means too much to this team. He means too much to the organization. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not, if it takes him anywhere from eight to ten weeks to get back on the field. All right, well, uh, before I ask my next question, you saying this, I, I think you're kind of tiptoeing around it, and I've been very adamant about the Chargers not making the playoffs. So tell me, do you still think that, that they can make the playoffs? Uh, you know what, AFC is interesting because since they since you added, you know, since you're taking, what, seven teams now to the playoffs, you're going to have your division leaders, so you know Kansas City is going to get in. Because Kansas City is going to win division. You look, you look at you look at the AFC AFC West, Kansas City. Then you go around. Who's of course the Steelers are going to win. Look, look like it may be Baltimore. The, the Steelers wins. are going to win their division. Either the Steelers or the Ravens, right? What about the Browns? You forgetting so about the Browns? The Browns don't exist. The Browns suck. No, They're three and the one. Browns. They're three and one. The Browns are not getting wow. in, so. Are, wow. why, are you on the Browns? why are you on the Browns? Why are you on the Browns, dude? Because I why are you on the Browns? I I just I know Baker, certain Baker things. Mayfield. I know certain Baker. things that that happen Baker, and that Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield will not he will not be the starting quarterback in three years. He will not get another three years? contract. Here. He I, will not. He will not get. Another we will contract. see about that. We shall see. Anyway, shall see. so anyway, so when you're talking about the Chargers. Let's get back on the Chargers. So when you're saying, do you think this team? So do I still think they have a shot? Because I think there's a lot of other teams that are bad teams out there too. Yes. So I just don't want to just say that they're not getting in. You you think there's no way they get in still? You're, you're done with them? I've um, been, I, I yeah. I think that they still have a shot. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been saying, I've been saying that since before the season started. I'll still say it. I see them going A and A. I don't see them making the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, the Herbert, the Herbert's going to – Yeah, that's true. That's the, that's the one thing about that about this Chargers team, though. Every year they seem to catch the injury bug. Tell me, how – what does that do to an organization do, that's they, trying they, to they, win they, the championship? 
it, it really sets them back, man. This injury bug this year, I knew there was going to be a lot of injuries. I think when we talked about that because not having a training camp, not having a true OTAs, guys aren't able to get in great shape. A lot has happened. A lot has taken place. Look at the Niners. Look around the National Football League. How many injuries, you know, that are taking place. And a lot of it is due to the fact that didn't have training camp, didn't have the situation when these guys are in pads, didn't have any preseason games. So I do believe that you're going to see more injuries. But the Chargers, they've been a team that's really been plagued by injuries. And it's, and, you know, and it's an organization that they've been so close. But, you know, right now, this injury bug is really wiping this team out. So it is, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for, for them to, to make it in. I'll tell you right now, this, this week against the Saints, this is a must win. Charger fans, I'm telling you right now, I believe that the Chargers can beat the Saints. I, I, you know what? I, I, Tampa Bay, I think. Why, the why are you giving this to Chargers fans? Wait a don't get, don't give them false hope. Don't give them hope. Listen, listen, I'm putting a lot of money. I'm so I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to bed. Don't, don't do it. Don't. Day you're going to lose money. Don't do it. No, no, no. Listen, don't. listen, listen. You got here's what they're going to do. You can run the ball on this Saints team. Drew Brees is not throwing the ball more than 10 to 15 yards down the field. This offense is not what it used to be. You take away Emmanuel Sanders. That's what they need to take away Sanders. And you look at the way that Saints have been playing. They played Oakland, and Oakland absolutely smacked them around. They were more physical, and they got after them. Well, yeah, that's because Oakland's defense, it's really one of those tougher defenses in the league. Oh, especially with well, Jonathan. Are you, are you smoking? Well, are you, are you smoking? Let, let oh, me finish. How about you let me finish, and then Please, you could – Ugh. With Jonathan Abram being the heart and soul of that defense, it sets a tone. Because that, that's one of the guys that you do not, not want to mess with. Because he will take off your head and he won't care. He'll He's always ready for a fight. He's always waiting for those big hits. So he's the heart and soul of that defense. That's why I said they're one of the toughest. Now, I'd say best. Best is different from tough. That's a mentality. Right? Listen. Listen. You're making a point. He, the, I love Abrams. I love him. He can hit. You're right. But I think the Chargers have a better defensive front. I think the Chargers can they can get after Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a guy who wants to stay in the pocket. He's a pocket passer. He's not a guy that can extend plays. I think that the, I think that they can get him off his mark. I think you, you I think that you you see that as well. Right, look, they here, let, let me off his mark. Let, let me stop you real quick. I I don't want to spoil um, Thursday's episode for everyone because that's our preview episode. Let's let's reel it back into the yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, the Bucks episode. Yeah, Tell me, what is what is this um, Eckler injury going to do for Kelly? Do you think he'll be able to step up to the plate and become the running back one for the foreseeable future? You know what? I, I look at I look at I look at Kelly. Kelly's going to have to play, and he's got to play bigger than what he's been doing. But here's a guy, you know, is who's been a who's been beating odds his whole career. Here's a guy that walked in, walked on to UCLA, didn't get his full ride scholarship and won over the hearts of the coaches and became a guy that, you know, that loved football and found his way and found his niche. So I do believe that Kelly can play. And I think he's going to have to carry the load a lot more. And Kelly's going to have to be more effective. He knows that he's in a situation that, that, you know, you don't have Eckler. So they're going to require him to do a lot more. Don't be surprised if you know they even bring in another back. But this this Charger team, they cannot 
they cannot abandon the run. This team cannot become one-dimensional. You you looked at Tampa Bay. They had some good runs against Tampa at times. What, but you, you what still are you talking look- about? Eckler, he had 12 the- rushing yards. Jackson, Justin Jackson had nine rushing yards, and Kelly had nine carries for seven rushing yards. They they did nothing in the rush game. They, I think they what had. What I'm talking about, you can't abandon, but you can't abandon the run, because when you abandon the run, and now you become one dimensional. Now teams can pin their ears back, and they can come after you, even if you have to run to keep defenses honest. When you just sit and you just keep, if you just throw the ball, and it becomes one dimensional. You know how much pressure you put on your offensive line? I'm saying you got to be able to run the ball more effectively, but you do have to run the ball to keep defenses ahead. And that's just what, and keep defense off count. If you just sit that it's just going to be day, defense is, is going to tee off and it's harder on your harder on your offensive lineman. Not saying that they was effective. You're absolutely right. They didn't run the ball effectively. But you still have to be able to run the ball to keep defenses honest in the National Football League. You've got to continue to run, and they have to get better. And I know Coach Lynn, he's preaching that. He's saying the same thing that you're saying. Look at this. And he's telling his offensive line, look what happened. Look at the amount of yards we had rushing. This is not good. This is We cannot do this because we are not a good enough team. We have to sustain drives, and we have to run the ball, and we have to be physical. Anthony Lynn is a former running back in the National Football League. That that running game, that that run, that non-existing running game to him was absolutely ferocious, and he is not going to allow that to happen. Look for this team to make a consorted effort to run the ball against the Saints. Guys have to look at themselves in the mirror when they go home and look at themselves and watch that game tape. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, an offensive line, should be ashamed of themselves. They got to look at them, say and say. We are not, we were not effective running the ball. We did got to do a better job. We got to do a better job of, of running the ball, so we can get our play action and help our young quarterback. So the offensive line, this is an Anthony Lynn game. This is a game that Anthony Lynn and that offensive staff they have to get those players on the same page, and especially the offensive line, they have to do a better job running the ball. Is and you're right, the offensive that offensive running game was terrible. But if you're going to be more competitive, you got to find a way to be more successful running the ball. Yeah, and the flip side of that to the passing game, Herbert threw 290 yards for three touchdowns and a pick at the end to to end it. But he had two guys have 50-plus yard touchdowns, and those were their only receptions of the whole game. So imagine being a rookie, a guy called up from the, from the practice squad, and in your first game, you get a 50, 70-yard touchdown. Tell me, Lo, what what does that mean to those guys? What does that do to their confidence? I, I tell you right now, I loved when I saw Herbert throw that touchdown down the middle of the field. You were playing cover zero. You were playing man-to-man. You had no safeties. You said, we're going to go all out. We're going to bring the house. And you have to realize he had to get that ball off because there was unblocked men. They were unblocked guys that were getting ready to hit him. He got rid of the ball. You, that is being a student of the game. When you're saying cover zero, that means there's no safeties deep, and you got to sit there, and now you know that they're bringing the house and they were blitzing him. For him to be able to buy time and back up 
and let that ball go to throw that strike for that touchdown, strike up the fan, that goosebumps. That brings a that I'm telling you, that just made that team say, Oh my God, we have something in this young man. For him to do that, bro, that was huge. So what does that do for your team? That makes this team, they believe in Herbert. They definitely believe in him. And he's gotta, he's gotta keep that, he's gotta continue to make plays like that, especially if teams are gonna come after you. You gotta make them say, We cannot sit back here. We gotta get in some zone. Yeah, real quick, Lo, um, talk to me about cover zero, because I know whenever I see teams playing cover zero, I absolutely hate it. I just hate it. Like, why would you have your safety go man on a guy in the slot and have no one over the top just in case if one of the guys get beat? Because in cover zero, you're basically saying, my guys are better than your guys. But when you're playing a team like Tampa Bay, where they have guys like Mike Evans, not Mike Evans is going to be basically better than any corner in the league besides Traverius, um, the Buffalo Bills, DB, Traverius White, and um, Stephon Gilmore on the Patriots. And they just, it, it didn't look good for the, for, the bu- for the Bucks when they did that to the Chargers because really there's no DBs that the Bucks have that could cover Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, and then you have these guys who they don't have any film on because they're just caught up from the practice squad or they're rookies who don't get that much playing time. Tell me, Lo, what, just give me your thoughts on cover zero. Yeah, the reason why what happens, the reason when you're playing zero and you're looking at this team, you're like, my God, why are you doing that? Why are you have nobody deep and you're going to get roasted? Why are you doing? They're doing that because they're betting on their defense. They're betting because they're going to bring a couple more guys that you can't block. They're believing that you're going to be able to hold onto the ball and it's going to come and get you. I watched it. You watched it tonight. We were watching, you know, when you see a Monday night game that they had the Patriots and you, you and, and, and playing against the, the Chiefs. Corey was in at quarterback. They were down on the goal line and they said they bring it. They played cover zero and they brought they and they end up dropping one guy, but they brought one extra guy and he held the ball too long and he ended up getting sacked in the fumble because he held the ball. So what they're covered, they're on cover zero. You're expecting that you're going to get the guy, jam him at that line, get the deep, get the receiver, just jam him at the line for one, two, about two seconds. If you can slow him down for thousand, one thousand, two, slow him down. The defense is believing that they're getting there. And it's a big-time gamble because if you don't get a hand on that DB, you don't get a hand on that receiver, like you said, it's usually adios, amigos. Yeah. Uh Yeah, that's why I always find it interesting when teams do that because, for me, I I just hate it unless you're – And they're they're doing it because they're gambling. Yeah. Yeah, They're doing it, and and you got to realize they they did it too because you're playing against a rookie quarterback – and they didn't think they didn't think your boy could do it. They, you know what? They looked at them saying, "Here's a rookie quarterback. We're going to come after him, pull onto the ball, and the pressure is going to get to him." Able to buy time and back up a little bit further and say, "Okay, I'm going to keep floating back and let my guy have some time to separate." And he just fling that ball. Didn't couldn't even really step into it because the pressure was coming. That says that spoke volumes about young Herbert. I really believe is like you when you were talking about the guy's special. He's a special talent. For him to be able to throw that ball on the dime and, you know, on the dime like that is, is, is tough to do, especially in this league, especially when it's a team that's playing that type of defense, that aggressive. Yeah, and everyone, like Chargers fans, you guys should be happy that NFL defenses are sleeping on Justin Herbert because if they're going to throw out coverages where he reads it perfectly, he's like, oh, 
bet <laughs> I'm finna torch y'all with with my receivers. Um, just keep hoping that NFL defense right. sleep on him so <laughs> he can get those big yards plays, big touchdowns that everyone loves to see. Oh yeah, and I and I love it. I I love to see this young man light it up, and I think he's going to continue to have success. And that's what you have to realize too, Israel. When you look at when you look at Justin, he is going to get better. He sh- you know. Him and Joe Burrows, like you said, put two quarterbacks going for 300 yards. You know, almost he was 10 yards from being, you know, having 300 yards as well and being in that same that same uh, sphere. But you got to realize he this is his first time starting. This is guy a rookie in this league, and he's playing for a, a franchise that you know that had Philip Rivers. And I'm telling you, the fans are looking and saying, "My God, we have a guy." That is going to be all right. So I look at this situation. That this is this is a good situation because he is going to continue to develop into a good quarterback. Yeah, and that's exactly why I said in the first episode, Chargers fans, be happy that Philip Rivers is gone. Be happy that you guys have Herbert now because he's going to be the face of the franchise. He's not anything like Philip Rivers because Philip Rivers he was a great quarterback. Let, let me get that straight. But at the he's at the end of his career right now. He's not who he, he once was. And he's not as mobile as these new guys coming up. And Herbert, he just brings something completely new that the Chargers really needs and they really love. You're, 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 abs- you're absolutely right. He does bring a new dimension to the table. More than what Drew Brees brought. More than what Phillip Rivers brings. And that's the mobility. And not saying, of course, Philip R- Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer, and I don't know if Philip Rivers will be a Hall of Famer, but we know Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer. And when you watch what he's able to do, he's showing you something that these two quarterbacks, not saying that he's, going, he's better now, but he's showing you that he's more mobile than both of these quarterbacks. He's showing you that he can run, get out of trouble more than these other guys. He's going to bring you a different dimension than these other guys did in and he's showing right now that he can throw the ball. These guys, and I'm, and you've been this guy, so I'm not going to try to steal your thunder, but I am going to tell you this. I, be, I believe this guy, when you look at those, both these young guys, both these gentlemen, first year as full time starters and count, see the yards, it would not surprise me if he throws for more yards than Philip or Drew in their first year as starters, even though Philip started his second year, not his first year. That, that that says a lot. All right, we're going to book it and keep that low. When the season ends, we're going to come back to that. I think you're going to be right, but let's see. You, you've had some bold predictions that have come true, so hopefully you're right about this one. I know Chargers fans would love to see that because that would be a legendary first year for Chargers rookie. Chargers fans, thank you for tuning in. This has been me and Low. Make sure to catch our next episode about our Saints preview. And have a good day. Make sure to catch episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.